Hello and welcome back. Happy holidays, everyone. Today's topic is intentional joy. Stay tuned and I'll see you in a few seconds. Welcome back. Hi, I'm Darla Simone. Since my mom's passing, I've tried to stay busy accomplishing lifelong goals and dreams. It's working for the most part, but there are days I feel sadness and depression trying to push their way in. Therefore, I get strategic and intentionally pursue joy. Today, I want to talk to you about intentional joy. Most of my mornings start out like this. I arise and invest time in prayer and in reading the Bible for at least 30 minutes. I exercise, stretching, weightlifting, yoga. I try to make it a practice to say good morning to everyone who crosses my path when I arrive at work. It brings a smile to my face and to theirs. I try to phone my daughter daily just to say hello. At least two or three times a week, I visit my grand dogs, Shadow and Canelo. I choose my daily battles by letting most things go because I know they're going to work themselves out. I try not to complain about trivial things and I try to count my blessings, the very smallest ones, to the greatest ones. And I thank God for them. I love nature and I thank God for the weather each day, whether sunny, windy, or rain. I look forward to being a blessing to someone in need every day. Now, I'm telling you all this because I intentionally pursue joy. And today's topic is intentional joy. Let's go over the definition for intentional. Intentional means to be deliberate. It's done on purpose. Um, You're conscientious about what you're doing. Now, let's define joy. Joy is delight, great pleasure, jubilation, triumph, or gratification in so many more terms. Joy is an emotion. It's a feeling of extreme gladness or gratification. Some examples of joy is how you feel on your wedding day or the birth of a child or accomplishing your dreams, like purchasing a home, getting your dream job, graduating from high school or college, etc. Studies also show that people who have joy or pursue intentional joy 
have less chance of a heart attack. They maintain um, healthier blood pressure. They tend to have lower cholesterol. There's also research to prove that joy boosts our immune system. We need that during this time of COVID. There's also research to prove that joy takes away pain, it fights stress, it improves our chance of living life a little longer. I have eight simple ways for you to find your joy in life. Write these down. Step one, stop waiting for someone to make you happy. Life is happening as I speak. Time is going by. You can't afford to sit around and wait for someone to come by and make you happy. You have to intentionally pursue joy to make your own self happy. People will always disappoint you, but you know you won't disappoint yourself. So stop waiting for someone to make you happy and get happy by pursuing the things that you want to make you happy. That's step one. Step two, make self-care a part of your daily routine. If you don't take care of you, who's going to take care of you? If you don't put you first, who's going to put you first? So, take care of yourself. Exercise. Wash your face. Take a bubble bath. Light some candles. Take deep breaths. Go for a walk. Just Make self-care a part of your daily routine. That's step two for simple ways to find joy in your life. Step three, stop worrying. As I said earlier, I choose my battles because I know the battles are going to work themselves out. So most times I just like, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to worry about that. I'm just going to let it work itself out. So stop worrying. If you can do something about it, do it. If you can't, leave it alone. It will work itself out. Stop worrying. There is no joy in worrying. Step four, count your blessings. As I said earlier, I count my blessings. I, I do my best to count my blessings. And I do my best not to complain. If I hear myself complaining, I'll step back and say, hey, what's going on? Why are you complaining? I get tired of hearing myself if I start complaining. So I try to count my blessings. And that's what you need to do. Count the smallest things. Count the biggest things. Just count your blessings and be grateful. Once you start counting your blessings, you'll see that you are blessed. Joy will come upon you. And you really don't have anything to complain about because your situation could be worse. It could always be worse. So count your blessings. Step five, surround yourself with positive people, with the positive vibe. 
Don't be around people that are negative, talking about other people, complaining, um, just got a, just a bad vibe all the way around, you know, stay away from those people and surround yourself with positive people, uplifting people, people that are going to encourage you, people that are going to just look for joy themselves that are, are out there seeking joy themselves. There, you don't want someone around you that's going to pull you down when you're already trying to fight your way through. So stay away from negative people and surround yourself with positive people. Step six. Now this one's going to be a little hard for some of you. Laugh more. Just simply laugh. Laugh at situations. Laugh at things. Don't laugh at anyone, you know, to hurt their feelings. Of course not, right? But just laugh more. Make yourself laugh. You know, the hardest thing I think that some people find is just laughing. Like, I'm going to try it. You try it with me. This is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to break out and start laughing. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! I know I sound crazy, right? But guess what? My endorphins come out when I laugh. My endorphins come from like exercising, laughing, positive vibes, and you feel better. Even you can tell just how I'm talking now. I got a little bit lighter in my talking just because I started laughing. (laughs) So, (laughs) So make sure you laugh, okay? Just make yourself laugh. That was number six. Number seven love more. I'm not talking about fall in love, looking for someone to fall in love with. That's great too. But what I'm saying is just love people, be more compassionate to others. As I said earlier, I try to every day, you know, as a teacher, I go to work and I look for ways to help my students and not only them, but even my teammates on my, my special education team. I try to always be there for them, find ways to help them. So in doing that, I'm, I feel like I'm loving more. So love, be compassionate. Don't always be so judgmental about others. You don't know anyone's story. Everyone has a story. Trust me, everyone's going through something. So be compassionate, be more compassionate towards um, your neighbor, your next door neighbor at home, people at the grocery store, people, the cashier, um, people crossing the street, the person driving. Sometimes when people are driving fast or going crazy next to me, I always think, oh, he must be late for work. Or maybe he has to use the bathroom. You know, I've had situations where I had to rush in traffic and get home to use the bathroom. You never know anyone's situation. So love more and just be compassionate and pray for that person. If they're driving crazy or whoever is going crazy, just pray for them. Say a silent prayer for them. You just don't know their situation. That was step seven. Step eight, prepare a bucket list. As I said earlier, I have been pursuing some goals and accomplishing some things since my mom's passing, I'm doing this for me because I need to stay focused to continue my path, continue my journey, 
And sometimes when I get unfocused, I have idle time on my hand and I get a little depressed and, you know, going, still going through the grieving process. So what I've done is I've worked out um, some things on my bucket list to, to accomplish and fulfill. So I'm planning to get these things done and some things I have accomplished and I feel good about them. I feel good that there's that self gratification, that joy that I have. It's a quiet gratification and joy that I have, but it's, it's some things that I've done and I'm, and I'm accomplished in those things. So I'm grateful. And that's what you need to do to, uh, pursue intentional joy is number eight is get a bucket list prepare a bucket list some things that you want to do places you want to go things you want to accomplish money you want to save just start planning today's topic again is intentional joy deliberate joy there's a difference between joy and happiness joy is is what you pursue, what you do deliberately to happen to get that gratification, to triumph, to feel good um, inwardly about some things that you've pursued. Happiness is that, you know, it's, it's, it's an outward feeling that, you know, I can make you happy or you can make yourself happy or whatever. And that's, that comes in goals. But to have that intentional joy that you've pursued and you've accomplished and you've triumphed and you're gratified by the things that you've done. That's the intentional joy. So that's what we're talking about today is having that intentional joy because joy is an emotion that goes a little deeper than happiness. Now you can have intentional joy and be happy, but happiness is, oh, I'm just happy, you know, or I'm happy and it comes and goes. But like if you graduate from high school, no one can take that away from you. If you graduate from college, no one can take that away from you because you intentionally pursued that and you're gratified because you received, you deliberately pursued your education and you triumphed which brought you joy and happiness. Let's examine what the Bible says about joy. The Bible states that joy is the fruit of the Spirit. That's in Galatians 5.22. In Psalms 35, it says, Weeping may endure for a night, but Joy comes in the morning. In Nehemiah 8.10, it says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. In Psalms 16.11, it says, In your presence is fullness of joy. What this says to me, that If I spend time in God's presence, I will experience 
the fullness of joy. Think about that. In the fullness of joy, there is no sorrow, no worry, no doubt, no fear. In the fullness of joy, there is only what? Abundant life, peace, freedom, love, hope. I want to experience the fullness of joy. Now get your pencil and paper out again. I'm going to give you the three biblical ways to receive the fullness of joy from God. You ready? One, get to know him by reading the Bible. Because when you read the Bible, you're in the presence of the Lord. There's the fullness of joy. Two, pray, talk with him, have a conversation just like I'm talking to you. When you pray and not only ask for your needs, but just talk to him. Ask him about his wisdom. Ask him to give you wisdom. Don't always go to the Lord begging and crying and pleading. Get to know him. He's your God. And when you talk to him, guess what? You're in his presence. And what do you receive? The fullness of joy. Three, praise him. Thank him. Be grateful. Just thank him sometime. Just go in his presence and say, thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I praise you. Lord, I'm grateful. Oh my gosh, Lord, I couldn't do this without you. I'm grateful for the air that I breathe. I'm grateful for my sight. I'm grateful that you are my Lord. I'm grateful that you order my footsteps. Guess what? When you praise him, oh my gosh. You're in his presence. And what do we get? Fullness of joy. So remember, these three biblical ways to receive the fullness of joy from God. The Bible, pray and praise. Remember also, joy is intentional. It is planned. It does. It just does not happen. By chance. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's topic. If you did, please leave a comment, leave a review. I look forward to hearing from you. If you didn't like it, leave something. But remember, keep it positive. And I'll see you on Wednesday. God bless.